Welcome to the Cup of Joe Wrestling Show. Cup of Joe Wrestling Show? With Joey Harris. A podcast for the wrestling fan on the go. So take your favorite beverage of choice and join Joey as he takes a look at some of the biggest shows on the WWE Network. Welcome to the Cup of Joe Wrestling Show. I am your host, Joey Harris. Thank you for joining me this week, folks. I have had another busy week here in the decidedly, uncharacteristically mild Maine winter. We have finally reached the first full week of March, the first week of March, actually, as last Sunday I went and saw Burt Kreischer in concert in Portland with my friend Tyler. We went down there on a uh, Sunday afternoon and left here and got there in plenty of time. Got there about an hour or so before the doors were to open. So found a parking lot across the street from the theater. And there were about four or five cars in there at the time. Plenty of spaces. And it was one of those pay-as-you-go lots. And the guy says, hey, put it in there in the corner diagonally. In a space that was not a space. He was going to create a space in order to get my truck in there. In order to be able to squeeze more cars in there so that my truck wouldn't take up. A regular space. And I have to tell you that I have no depth perception. I never have. I have always struggled with it. So you want me to park in a space that is not a space diagonally in the corner of the lot when I have no depth perception. This is going to be a certified mess. And it was. Scraped my truck edge a little bit. Thankfully, I was able to back off of that before it was a gigantic mess. But he, like, they had to have two people help me park, like tell me where to go, turn it this way, turn it that way. And as Tyler said, can't we just park somewhere else? And the guy's like, hey, this is where he wants you to park. Okay, no problem. But this is quickly becoming out of control and I'm paying for the privilege of something being out of control. But thankfully, was able to finally back it in there, paid to have it there. We went inside. Burt Kreischer was hilarious. It was just a great time. And when Burt's latest Netflix special drops on St. Patrick's Day on Netflix, I encourage all of you to give it a watch because it is something else. But... That was my story of no parking space, no depth perception, apparently no problem, which brings us to this week's show. Um, Today, we're going to look at the Saturday night's main event from April of 1988. And just like I had no depth perception, this show has no Hulk Hogan. And there's a couple of reasons for this. One, he's in the middle. He's filming No Holes Barred. Two, Randy Savage is your new champion and in order to give him and his title reign a fair shot 
you got to have no Hulk Hogan on the first Saturday night's main event after Randy Savage has become your new WWF champion and in order to give him a shot because if Hulk Hogan's on this everybody's going to pop for Hulk Hogan and there'll be nothing left for Randy Savage so they made a good shot here and made a good call here no Hulk Hogan on this show in order to highlight the Macho Man and his newly won undisputed WWF championship Saturday night's main event This was the 16th one. It was shown on NBC on April the 30th, 1988. Taped April the 22nd, 1988 from the Springfield Civic Center in Springfield, Massachusetts. We start out with Jim Duggan says it's spring cleaning time and he's got the broom. Bobby Heenan is with Andre the Giant and Hercules and he says Duggan is a cross-eyed sicko. He's got to take on the whole Heenan family. The one-man gang is with Slick. Slick says to call the police because they were robbed at WrestleMania. Tonight, they write that wrong. Randy Savage is with Miss Elizabeth. It's his first televised title defense, so everyone is going to feel the madness. And then we go to our opening credits. Vince McMahon and Jesse Ventura welcome us to the show. They run down that night's matches. Jesse is feisty. And they review Jim Duggan's attack on Andre the Giant. This builds from WrestleMania 4 while also setting up a lot of the feuds that are going to be going on in the spring and early summer of 1988. Mean Gene Okerlund interviews Bobby Heenan, Hercules, and Andre the Giant. The family is unified against Jim Duggan and they head to the ring. Mean Gene then interviews Jim Duggan. He's ready for Hercules, Heenan, and Andre. He's got his 2x4 loaded. And as John McAdam used to say on his podcast, Duggan's got the 2x4 and made his name in Mid-South, and those people in Mississippi and Louisiana were always talked about being loaded. Hercules with Bobby Heenan and Andre the Giant versus Jim Duggan. Duggan is popular, but he plays the goof here so well. Jesse calls Vince Ed McMahon's illegitimate son. And this is just a brawl. They bash each other. Duggan gets Hercules down and stares down Andre. Back and forth. A weasel chant goes out. This is an even pace match. Duggan gets thrown outside. Heenan hits Duggan when the ref isn't looking. And Duggan grabs his 2x4. The referee gets rid of it and Hercules pounces. He gets Duggan down and punishes him. Duggan comes back. He hits the three-point stance, but Heenan and Andre come in for the disqualification. They punish Duggan, who gets saved by the Ultimate Warrior, continuing his issue with Hercules, so that he's paired off with Hercules, Duggan is paired off with Andre. We then flash back to WrestleMania and the haircutting that Brutus Beefcake gave to Jimmy Hart. Mean Gene interviews Danny Davis and Jimmy Hart. There's lots of haircutting remarks. They also have hair-cutting utensils. They then head to the ring with Jimmy Hart having big clipping shears. Mean Gene then interviews Brutus Beefcake, who says it's two-for-one night and that both Jimmy Hart and Danny Davis are going to get cut. Brutus Beefcake versus Danny Davis with Jimmy Hart. Davis wants none of Beefcake. He does not want to get his hair cut. 
He gets an advantage, though, and Beefcake is distracted by Jimmy Hart. Beefcake hits a high knee. Davis rolls out. Beefcake hits the sleeper. Hart is going crazy. Davis gets put to sleep. Beefcake goes for the scissors and cuts Davis' hair. He then sprays some stripes on Davis, indicating his former life as a referee, no doubt. Flashback to the WrestleMania semifinal between Randy Savage and the one-man gang and the world's worst wannabe, I guess you would say, cane shots as gang tries to say that he was going after Savage hard with the cane, but you can tell that he's really pulling those shots. Mean Gene interviews the one-man gang in Slick, who says one-man gang was just defending Slick. That's why he had the cane. They will get their chance for greatness tonight. They beat Savage once, they'll do it again. They then head to the ring. Slick gets down. Slick is my favorite manager. Can you name any other manager that had his own entrance theme as a manager? I love Jive Soul, bro. Mean Gene then interviews Randy Savage and Miss Elizabeth. Savage says that Liz is an inspiration for him. He's prepared for one-man gang and Slick. WWF World Heavyweight Championship match. Randy Savage with Miss Elizabeth. Versus the one-man gang with Slick. Vince goes gaga over Liz as usual. You should, if you've never done it, go back and listen to Vince McMahon talk about Elizabeth. It is downright pornographic at times. The way that he, as Jesse says, lusts and drools over Elizabeth. I think I said lustus. I don't know if that's a word, but I think you know what I mean. Slick gets too close to Liz, so Savage chases him to the back. There's a feeling out process to start. Savage uses speed. Gang uses power. Slick chokes Savage with his cane. The one-man gang then takes over. He can't seal the deal, though. If you can't seal the deal, then you'll never be the champion. One-man gang gets knocked out of the ring, and Savage hits the double axe handle on him. Randy Savage has no problem coming off the top rope and hitting the double axe handle on people from the inside or the outside. He tries it again and gets caught, though, but the one-man gang misses the big splash. Slick hits the one-man gang accidentally with the gang, so Savage gets the elbow for the win. When he hits him with that cane and gang goes down, Savage jumps up and goes to the opposite corner in order to hit the elbow. Mean Gene interviews the British Bulldogs and Matilda, They are loyal to Matilda and ready for demolition. Jesse then interviews Demolition and Mr. Fuji. They are about the face of pain and are going to dip Matilda in chrome for a hood ornament. They are about to meet the powers of pain who will go on and split up and then later on go one half of the powers of pain goes with Haku to become the faces of fear. So, I guess you could say that this is a precursor to that being the faces of pain. WWF World Tag Team Championship match. Demolition Axe and Smash with Mr. Fuji versus the British Bulldogs, Davy Boy Smith and the Dynamite Kid with Matilda. Smash takes over. The British Bulldogs double team. Both teams have quick tags. Demolition is so powerful. The Bulldogs use speed to try to get the pin. Dynamite Kid gets tossed out. Fuji attacks him, so Davy Boy and Matilda chase Fuji to the back. Demolition try to follow them, but get cut off by a group of referees. 
the Bulldogs break Fuji's cane and attack everyone with it and get disqualified. Mean Gene interviews Don Morocco and superstar Billy Graham. They say tonight it's going to be the million dollar man versus the million dollar body. Don Morocco and then superstar Graham head to the ring. Mean Gene then interviews Ted DiBiase and Virgil. DiBiase says he was robbed of the title twice, once by Jack Tunney and once by Randy Savage. If he has to beat Morocco to get to Savage, so be it. Don Morocco with superstar Billy Graham versus Ted DiBiase with Virgil. Now, if you're choosing people to be in your corner in a fight, let's say this was a legitimate fight, and you have to choose between Virgil, who's young and hungry and has a medium bit of talent, versus superstar Graham, who's older, has probably more talent, but also has the hip problems. I think I'd still probably go with Superstar Graham, but maybe that's just me. DiBiase comes out hot, but Morocco takes over, back and forth. Virgil keeps interfering to keep DiBiase in it. DiBiase comes back, Morocco hits a Russian leg sweep and a power slam. Those are really good moves by Morocco in this match. DiBiase gets a body slam in. Morocco gets his feet on the ropes, but the referee doesn't see it. And counts the pin. And in the middle of all this, Morocco has his foot on the ropes and is pointing to his foot on the ropes. But doesn't matter, doesn't count, doesn't care. Mean Gene interviews Randy Savage and Mrs. Elizabeth. He is not afraid of the multi-million dollar man. His words, and if DiBiase comes after him, he'll end up bankrupt. Maybe if you are a babyface in this era, then you have to say multi-million dollar man. Maybe it's in your contract or something. That would be a weird stipulation to add to contracts, but then again, it is Vince McMahon, and it is the late 80s, so if they have to, then I guess they will say multi-million dollar man. Rick Rude with Bobby Heenan versus Coco Beware with Frankie. Rude does his usual mic work. He then attacks Coco before the bell. Coco comes back and hits a nice-looking standing dropkick. Rude hits Coco and then poses. Rude hits the fist drop from the top rope. Rude then hits a drop kick. And it's Vince McMahon who brings up that Rude has won the Jesse the Body Award if you're drinking at home. Coco then clotheslines himself accidentally on the ropes. And Rude hits the Rude Awakening for the win. Vince and Jesse then recap the night and sign off for this season of Saturday night's main event. There are a number of ways that you can contact me. You can follow the show's Twitter at Cup of Joe Pod. You can email the show at Cup of Joe Wrestling Show at gmail.com. You can follow me on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. I am at the Joey Harris. Thank you for joining me this week. This is Joey Harris saying so long from Stately Maine Manor. The Cup of Joe Wrestling Show is a production of Baby Kangaroo Media.